0: This is The Space Shot, episode 113 for September 4th, 2017. The USS Shenandoah. Hey everyone, welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Molnix. Again, I apologize for sounding a little bit stuffed up. Fires have been raging across Montana, burning over half a million acres so far. Be sure to keep the people of Montana in your thoughts during this difficult time. On September 4, 1923, the U.S. Navy airship, USS Shenandoah, made its first flight. The Shenandoah was the first rigid airship used by the U.S. Navy. Now, these airships weren't like the Goodyear blimp that we see flying over stadiums during sporting events. These airships were capable of transporting troops and cargo, and in the case of German airships during World War I, dropping bombs on civilian populations. The German Zeppelins were the model for many early airships. The Germans used hydrogen instead of helium to provide lift. At the time, helium was extremely scarce and expensive, which is why hydrogen was used in many instances. The dangerous thing about hydrogen is that it's extremely flammable, as evidenced by the Hindenburg disaster that was caught on film in 1937. Hi, get out of the way, please. It's burning, bursting into flames, and, and it's falling on the mooring fast. And all the folks will see that this is terrible. This is the worst of the worst catastrophe in the world. Oh, it's just like it oh, four or five hundred feet into the sky. It, it's a terrific grace, ladies and gentlemen. The smoke and the flames now. And the frame is rising to the ground, not quite to the mooring fast. All oh, the humanity and all the are screaming around me. I told you. Thankfully, the Shenandoah didn't use hydrogen, instead it used helium. This airship was used for experimental tests during the mid-1920s. She was the first rigid airship to fly across North America, traveling to Washington State for testing with the oiler ship USS Patoka. The Patoka was modified to be the U.S. Navy's first airship tender, or resupply ship. Airships ended up falling out of favor after dozens of crashes and mishaps. One day short of its two-year anniversary, the Shenandoah crashed. This disaster left 14 crew members dead and others injured, and in a dark turn of events, the crash sites were looted by members of the public, which hampered the investigations that followed. Airships haven't fallen entirely out of use, Lockheed Martin is now developing a hybrid airship with heavy lift capabilities that can operate in remote areas that lack traditional infrastructure. I also came across an interesting article from April of this year on an early-stage technology proposal that was selected for NASA's Innovative Advanced Concepts Program. Georgia Tech professor John Paul Clark and Julian Ramoli received funding to quote explore the capabilities and feasibilities of their evacuated airship for Mars missions concept. Mars's unique atmosphere means that an airship on the planet wouldn't necessarily need to use gases for buoyancy like here on Earth. Rather, the air inside the ship could be pumped out, creating a vacuum that displaces air, thereby providing lift. It looks like many of the challenges faced by that team are related to materials engineering and how to make the vehicle strong enough that it doesn't implode, but light enough it's able to fly. The Georgia Tech article I'm linking to in the show notes details how this design provides many benefits for missions on Mars. If it's ever damaged, the airship can be repaired, and instead of having to refill it with helium or another gas, the airship simply needs to have its air evacuated again to be functional. Airships have also been proposed for use on Venus. Earlier in the year, I talked about the Havoc concept. Check out episodes 6 and more recently 86 for more information on the Havoc mission. Long story short, Havoc, or High Altitude Venus Operational Concept, would allow NASA to explore Venus at high altitude in an area that keeps the spacecraft out of the harsh environment of that planet's surface. The plan calls for a 30-day crewed mission in Venus's atmosphere, but don't think you'll be able to sign up anytime soon for this flight, it's still just a concept. Hopefully, airships will be used in future missions, since they provide unique ways to study the planets in our solar system. Check out the show notes for more information on today's episode, and be sure to connect with me on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Molnix, I'm always up to chat. Let me know what you think of the show by leaving a rating in iTunes. It takes just a minute to leave a rating, and it makes a huge difference because it helps even more people find the show. If you enjoy the podcast, please share it with your friends and family. Tomorrow, Voyager 1. I'm John Mulnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.